Presenting Pink Floyd's Animals 2018 Remix, the classic album remixed for the first time. Available now on vinyl LP, CD, and digital. Special limited deluxe edition coming on October 7th. Welcome to Ochenta Stories, recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in quarantine around the world. In each short standalone piece, artists, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host this week, Chiara Santella. Before we begin, I'd like to recommend a brand new show from Studio Chanta and Tracks on PRX, Cultureverse. It's a show that brings myths and legends alive in the modern world and inspires listeners to learn more about the cultures that surround them. Hosted by Kelly Marie Tran and Yara Shahidi. For more information about the project, check out ochentastudio.com slash cultureverse and subscribe to Cultureverse wherever you get your podcast. And now, on with the show. This week's episode is about companionship. Daniel's experience allows us to witness how much taking care of someone means taking care of ourselves. This story was produced in English and Tagalog. And now, with no further ado, Miau, by Daniel Lavario. It's August 2020. The sun is beating down on my forehead as I walk. The 30-degree heat is suffocating, made even worse by the masks sticking to my face. I don't usually go home for lunch, but today I have to check on Galileo. He had been weak and lethargic, spending most of his time alone in the bathtub. So although I knew that my hour-long lunch break would be taken up by the round trip to my house, I just had to do it. Galileo is not my child. He's not my little brother or an elderly relative that I was taking care of. Galileo was my cat. Well, actually, he wasn't my cat. He was a cat, loaned to me for 10 days by a couple I barely knew, while they went island hopping in Greece. We'd only met five days before, but that August, you couldn't tell me that Galileo wasn't my reason for living. The love of my life who I was willing to die for. My co-workers definitely thought it was ridiculous and tried to convince me to spend my lunch break that day actually eating lunch. But the cat mom and me had to make sure he was okay. Why was this cat so important at this point in my life, you ask? Well, in March 2019, I was approaching the end of my four-year degree, and there was immense pressure to get a job, get my own place, and quote-unquote, get my life started. The breakup that happened two months before was ripping the dynamic of my friend group apart. I'd never been good at endings. I don't watch the final episodes of my favorite television shows for this very reason. So my inability to process goodbyes culminated into certain symptoms. Crying for a month straight, not wanting to leave bed, demotivation, anxiety, and the loudest symptom of all, the immense need to be alone. So when a freelancing gig in France came up, I wasted no time and hopped on the plane. I had no idea where it would lead me. 
No plans, no backup. I just knew I had to self-isolate, at least six feet away from everyone else. Aside from the usual small talk, I would spend most of the next year detached from my family and friends at home. I opened myself up only to a select number of people, but for some reason, when I saw that Facebook post in the expats group looking for a cat sitter for two cats, a tuxedo cat and a calico named Galileo and Kiska, I said yes. Aside from instructions from the owner to leave a bowl of food and fresh water every morning, I had zero cat knowledge. My search history was filled with questions like, why does my cat stare at me? My cat is rubbing her face on all my furniture. Is she okay? It wasn't long before my Google searches led me to the things that were considered bad signs. Not grooming, not touching food, throwing up multiple times a day, and diarrhea. That's what I thought it was. Diarrhea. Coming home from work, I would see brown spots on my gray tiles. I started sleeping on my couch to make sure I would wake up when I heard anything. I'm not exactly sure what I was waiting for. Maybe a rustle in the cat litter? The owner said the cats were probably just adjusting to a different environment. So here I am, walking home in August heat. But when I finally arrive home, I hear horrible, retching noises almost as soon as I close the door behind me. Galileo's little body shudders and contorts with every heave of vomit. It happens four times. For a few seconds after the last one, I'm in shock. And then comes the panic and hysteria. I'm already crying by the time I dial the emergency vet number. My voice and my hands shake when I tell the person on the other line what I just saw. Ma'am, the calm voice responds, this is not an emergency. She just tells me to keep an eye on him for the next few days, and if he's still throwing up, to schedule an appointment. I say okay. After cleaning up the vomit and giving Galileo fresh water, I go back to Google. Galileo must be feeling distressed. For the first time ever, he hops on the couch and rests his head on my leg while I scour the internet for answers. Eventually, I land on a cat website that cited too much food as one of the reasons for vomiting. And then it dawns on me. I'd been leaving the cats a bowl of food every morning before work. How could I have been so stupid? For the next few days, I readjust the cat's diet, giving them meals only in the mornings and evenings, never leaving them a bowl of food. The vomiting stops, and I see Galileo regain his strength. Eventually, he's able to play with me and Kiska. He becomes the cuddliest cat, waking me up by walking on my chest in the mornings, rubbing his cheeks on my legs when I come home from work. When the time eventually comes for me to bring them back, I cry. I haven't seen them since then. The last time I heard, they've moved away with their owners. Galileo and Kiska were the first living things I was able to take care of after a year and a half of building a wall around me. I'm not so dramatic as to say that they changed my life, but they brought me out of the isolation that I'd been in for most of the past two years. I'll never forget the companionship they gave me in a pandemic. Through them, I was able to allow people in again. 
to feel the joy of love, yes, but also the stupid willingness to feel fear, vulnerability, sadness, worry, and anxiety in the name of love. Meow by Daniello Lavario in Tagalog. August 2020 ngayon. Tirik na tirik yung araw at tumatama sa noo ko habang naglalakad ako. Di ako makahinga sa 30 degrees na init. At ang masama pa, dumidikit yung mask sa mukha ko. Di naman ako umuwi tuwing lunch, pero ngayon, kailangan kong umuwi para i-check si Galileo. Nanghihina siya at matamlay. Lagi lang siyang nasa bathtub mag-isa. Kaya kahit alam kong isang oras ko na lunch break, kakainin lang ng pag-uwi at pabalik ko. Kailangan ko siyang gawin. Hindi ko anak si Galileo. Hindi ko rin siya nakababatang kapatid o kamag-anak na may edad na kailangan kong alagaan. Si Galileo ay alaga kong pusa. Hindi nga siya sa akin eh. Pinahiram lang siya ng sampung araw ng mag-asawa na di ko naman masyadong kakilala habang nasa Grisela para mag-island hopping. Nagkakilala lang kami ng limang araw, pero noong August na yun, di mo masasabi sa akin na hindi si Galileo ang dahilan na buhay ako. Yung pag-ibig ng buhay ko, yung handa akong mamatay para sa kanya. Iniisip ng mga katrabaho ko na nakakatawa lang at tinangka nila akong kumbinsihin kumain na lang sa lunch break. Pero dahil nangingibabaw yung pagkananay ko sa pusa, kailangan kong siguraduhin na okay siya. Siguro nagtatanong ka na bakit ba napaka-importante ng pusa na to sa buhay ko ngayon? Kasi noong March 2019, Patapos na ako sa fourth year ko sa kolehiyo, tapos sobrang na-pressure ako na makapagtrabaho at bumukod na. At ika nga nila, simula na ang buhay. Yung breakup na nangyari nung nakaraang dalawang buwan ang sumira sa pagsasamahan ng barkada. Mula noon pa, di na talaga ako okay sa mga endings. Hindi nga ako nanonood ng mga huling episodes ng mga paborito kong palabas dahil dito. Yung hindi ko pagtanggap sa proseso ng pagpapaalam na yan ay nauwi sa iba pang mga sintomas. Tuloy-tuloy na pag-iyak ng isang buwan, yung ayaw bumangon sa kama, pagkawala ng motivation, pagkakabalisa at ang pinakamatinding sintoma sa lahat ay yung napakalawak na pangangailangang mapag-isa. Kaya nung nagkaroon bigla ng freelancing gig sa France, di na ako nagpatumpik-tumpik pa at lumipad na agad ako papunta doon. Kahit na hindi ko naman alam saan ako dadali ng mga pa ako. Wala akong plano. Walang backup. Ang alam ko lang, kailangan kong mapag-isa. Yung tipong anim na talampakan ng layo sa lahat ng mga tao. Bukod sa dating maiikling kwentuhan... Naging malayo na ako sa mga pamilya at kaibigan ko sa bahay nung sumunod na taon. Naging bukas ako sa mga piling tao lang. Pero sa di inaakalang rason, nung nakita ko yung Facebook post sa expat group na naghahanap ng cat sitter para sa dalawang pusa, 
isang taksido kat at kaliko na si Galileo at Kiska umuo ako. Bukod sa mga habili ng may-ari na iwan yung isang mangkok ng pagkain at malinis na tubig tuwing umaga, wala talaga akong kaalam-alam tungkol sa pusa. Yung search history ko, lagi na lang mga tanong tungkol sa bakit yung pusa nakatingin sa akin. Na, ang pusa ko, kinukuskus niya yung mukha niya sa sopa. Okay lang ba siya? Di nagtagal, yung mga Google searches ko, dinala ko sa mga bagay na may tuturing na hindi magandang sintomas. Hindi pag-aayos, hindi ginagalaw yung pagkain, pagsusuka ng ilang beses sa isang araw at pagtatae. Yun ang akala kong dahilan, pagtatae. Pag uwi ko sa bahay galing sa trabaho, nakikita ko meron para mga brown naman siya sa gray na tiles ko. Dito ako nagsimulang matulog sa sopa para sigurado na magising ako pag may narinig akong kahit na anong ingay. Hindi nga ako sigurado kung ano yung inaabangan ko. Siguro ingay sa basura ng pusa? Sabi kasi ng may-ari ang mga pusa daw nag adjust sa bagong paligid. Kaya eto ako ngayon naglalakad sa kainitan ng August. Pero nung nakauwi na ako sa bahay, may narinig akong nakakatakot na ingay nung sinara ko yung pintuan sa likod ko. Nanginginig yung maliit na katawan ni Galileo sa bawat pagsuka. Apat na beses nangyari. Ilang segundo pagkatapos ng isa, nabigla ako na sinundan ng pagkapanik at esterya. Umiiyak na ako nung dinadayal ko yung emergency number ng vet. Yung boses at mga kamay ko nanginginig nung sinasabi ko sa taong kausap ko sa kabilang linya kung ano yung mga nakita ko. Ma'am, sabi ng mahinahong boses, hindi po ito emergency. Sinabi niya sa akin na bantayan ko lang siya ng ilang araw at kapag nagsuka pa din siya, ay magpa-schedule na agad ako ng appointment. Umokay ako. Pagkatapos ko nilinis yung suka at binigyan si Galileo ng malinis na tubig, bumalik ako sa Google. Si Galileo ay talagang nakaramdam ng paghihirap. Sa kauna-unahang pagkakataon, tumalun siya sa supa at humiga sa hita ko habang naghahanap ako ng sagot sa internet. Sa kalaunan, napunta ko sa website para sa pusa na ang sabi na ang sobrang pagkain ay isa sa mga dahilan ng pagsusuka. Kaya bigla kong naalala, iniiwan ko lang kasi yung mangkok ng pagkain ng pusa tuwing umaga bago ako pumasok sa trabaho. Bakit ang tanga ko? Sa mga sumunod na araw, inayos ko na yung pagkain ng pusa at binigyan lang sila ng pagkain tuwing umaga at gabi. At di na ako nag-iiwan ng pagkain sa kanila. Tumigil ang pagsusuka at napapansin ko na bumabalik na ang lakas ni Galileo. Sa kalaunan, nakakapaglaro na sila ni Kiska. Naging malambing na siya at ginigising niya ako habang naglalakad sa dibdib ko tuwing umaga na ikinukuskus yung pisngi niya sa legs ko pag uwi ko galing sa trabaho. Nung dumating na ang oras na ibabalik ko na sila, umiyak ako. Di ko na kasi sila nakita mula noon, 
yung huli kong balita lumipat na sila kasama yung may-ari. Si Galileo at si Kiska ang mga kauna-unahang nilalang na inalagaan ko pagkatapos ng isa't kalahating taong nagtayo ako ng pader sa paligid ko. Hindi ako nagdadrama para sabihin na binago nila yung buhay ko pero sila yung dahilan na tinigil ko na yung paghihiwalay ko sa sarili ko na halos dalawang taon. Hinding-hindi ko makakalimutan yung pagsasama namin nung pandemya. Nang dahil sa kanila, nabuksan ko na ulit ang sarili ko sa mga tao. Ang maramdaman ng saya at pagmamahal, oo, at ang pagpapaubayang makaramdam ng takot, kahinaan, kalungkutan, pag-aalala at pagkabalisa sa ngala ng pag-ibig. Thank you for listening to Chanta Stories. This story was written by Daniela Lavario. Daniela is a social media journalist from the Philippines currently based in Lyon, France. She writes about social media, fashion, and science. And she's the presenter for the Euronews podcast, Cry Like a Boy. The Tagalog version of the story was voiced by A.V. Zapanta, a radio DJ and voiceover artist from Cebu, Philippines. The sound design of the piece was made by me, Chiara Santella. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. Follow us over at the Chanta Podcast on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project over at ochantastudio.com slash ochantastories. Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. Shell V Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new. Because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. 